Hello and welcome back to another podcast. Uh, I've yet to sip a bit of my coffee. Uh, it is still early for me in my day. Wow, my first hit of coffee. Um, who would have thought I'd do a podcast without the first hit of coffee? Well, actually, I've had one. This is my second, but I still feel like I'm trying to wake up. This podcast today is all about... Another person in my life that is digital, I'm going to warn you that this podcast is all about voice assistants, particularly one that I might interrupt. And I'm sorry in advance if I do interrupt yours. I'm now going to put you out of the suspense. I'm talking about Alexa. So I bought a number of Alexas and this happened um, Prior to Christmas, uh, I was a bit saddened by the discount at Christmas, but I still received a good discount, and I spotted this around the Black Friday mark, and I noticed that this was going on for some time, so I felt like, okay, uh, this is something that I could buy into, and I always wanted to use and play uh, with Alexa. So I don't know if you've heard, but I've already said the name once. Uh, like I said, I, I, I'm not going to endlessly apologize, but I apologize for all the times that I say the word Alexa. Now, through this podcast, uh, if I do say Alexa, you're going to hear, if you can hear any background sound, you're going to hear Alexa pipe up. But I'm going to test her, and I don't know if you're, you're actually able to hear her. With any luck, you, you would be able to, but... Um, some of the simple things Alexa can do is tell me the time. Alexa, what time is it? It's 10.33 a.m. Alexa, pause music. I do like the music. Now, the Alexa that I've got, I've altered some of the features. So it has this bleep command. So when you uh, call, the call signature is recognized. And then it comes with a bleep. And you can actually have that as an option. So when you finish saying something, often you're not sure if she's digesting um, or about to answer, but her stopping to listen um, was difficult and it wasn't out of the box sort of uh, something that was understood, but within the specific sort of device settings uh, under your device settings under sounds, you're able to switch on the bleep. So for example, if, if you can hear it, I'll say Alexa, and there's a bleep sound. And then with a bit of time after that, you'll hear another bleep sound, and I've activated that bleep to come on, and that just tells me that it's going to switch off. So we'll try that now. Alexa. There it is. And the little ping you can hear is, uh, if you did hear it, was distinctly different. And... Even me pausing for that time sort of gives you an idea of those three or four seconds. It felt like that. It's probably less, but it just gives you an idea of how long she's willing to listen to you. 
And I think that's the real sort of interesting bit is such a humanized uh, character, giving it a name like you would a person. And you're even warned as a farmer not to give your animals a name. And yet we give technology a name and we're supposed to rely on it. And well, we expect it as now as a human to interact with us, but it often doesn't. There's so many little things that um, haven't worked. But coming back to the first command, uh, giving the time, I bought, I wanted to get three, but I bought two and I replaced the, what I thought was an old fashioned digital uh, LCD clock face uh, with the red numbers. And you would set, you would sort of scroll through the FM and you would hear the radio going making the funny sounds to then get to the radio station that you want. And I say it like that because that's the airwaves frequency um, and the medium frequency and the long wave frequency. And that's the, the radio type that we had. I know a lot of people have moved over to uh, digital DAB, but there's still alarm clocks that traditionally don't have the uh, DAB stuff setting. So having the missus stuck in her ways and having that, um, she was quite sort of, uh, I was lucky and fortunate to have her allow me to have such uh, wonderful gift for Christmas. Now, straight away out of the bag, the thing that just didn't work for her is the time. She can't look around and see what time it is. I know there are other ones with the time on, but realistically, if you're like me, you're not really going to invest money into something that costs 30 or 40 pounds more for just a little LCD screen. It's just not, um, it is way out. I mean, it's a great development and I think it was needed. I think, uh, and my hope is that it's optional and you're able to do that with every device. And I think some of the other things that I've noticed is the echo effect. So you're able to do this thing where you drop in. And um, when you drop into another device, it you sort of can, I can still hear uh, when the kids or someone else speaks upstairs. And I can sort of passively hear them, but there's a delay. And my general feeling is that the voice level and the clarity that I'm getting isn't really that great. And it almost feels like it's a variable based on sort of how, um, what their volume level's like. And it seems to affect the microphone volume a little. Um, so, yeah, not great when you're doing the drop-in but if shouted at then it's all right and i can text message and call from it which is great the calling uses your phone uh, which is associated and connected to the account but what was strange was trying to do a message and when you leave a message i thought it would interpret the vocal into text i just assumed that I would send a you know that kind of a text message and it didn't it, the, the the message that 
I'm sure I received was voice based. So it was kind of almost um, a separate messaging system in the Alexa cloud. And this is where it gets really strange is I don't sound very certain of myself. And I think part of the reason is because I'm not certain of the Alexa features. I think that Alexa could be a great tool, but it almost feels like I'm trying to do a really cool comparison, but I don't have one. Um, but it's a little bit like the Rubik's Cube. There's a novelty element to it, something a little bit fun to it. Uh, it's a little bit like having uh, a Monopoly board set and just being introduced to Monopoly and everyone's got it. Or I remember going around to my mate's house and he had a CD player, which was great. But he had the, I mean, CDs are defunct now. They're like vinyls to some people. They've never interacted with CDs, which is scary. But back in the day, CDs were so popular that people couldn't be bothered to change them. So you'd have a, a three-disc sliding tray. So you would just leave three CDs in and your stack of CDs on the side. And my friends had bought one and I was like, wow, and we loved it. And that novelty element of playing music was great and you would just hold this control and you'd leave the cupboard door open with this thing in or the the whole device would have to be on show and it was clearly there and i know that was a very much very much a, a, a large eyesore the alexa is less of an eyesore but it does provide me with very similar feelings to the uh, to that three cd display type uh, or the rubik's cube or any kind of novelty item because the novelty items have this element of almost just having uh, a play with it and being proud of it and using it and trying to adopt it into what you do. But then ultimately, you don't really use it. So it's not something that you'll pick up. And then eventually it just gets lost and it's just sat in the corner. Uh, another novelty idea is. Uh, when you turn vegetables like courgette into spaghetti and you have the spiral grinding, whatever it's called, machine, great. But that alongside the juicer and the blender is probably never used and gathering dust. I mean, we've just got a, a popcorn maker, which is great. I mean, the kids would love that, but that's going to have to be moved. It's never going to stay there for a long time, is it? Um, the, the only thing I thought would be a novelty item would be the coffee grinder, but every day that gets used. Um, I don't know what's going on with it, uh, with the lovely Alexa. See? Just pipes in there every so often. How are you today, Alexa? Alexa? When were you born? I was originally released on Amazon Echo on the 6th of November 2014. Thank you. Thanks for being interested in me. Oh. Feeling funny? Ask me to tell you a joke. Well, uh, tell me a joke, please. It was hard getting over my hokey-cokey addiction, but I've turned myself around. It was hard getting me over my hokey-cokey addiction, but it's turned me around. That was quite funny. A little bit of a, um, a dad joke, albeit I'm a dad and I wouldn't tell that joke. So I wonder if that just means it's a rubbish joke. Um, so none of that was scripted, just so we know. Um, 
that is a good example of where she does need to speak up and does and you kind of find yourself interacting for the sake of it just for a second and it's great um but to embed it into your real use is kind of a bit more tricky it has i know i sound negative about this but i have integrated it in some amazing ways so to dive into routines is amazing now i say positive but i'm going to start with the negative again but one of the problems that I found is that the routine works really well. And then after a period of time, for whatever reason, it hasn't worked. So I've had to go back and just check that it works. And I don't know why it's not worked, but my feeling is a small child, one of the two I have, uh, has just come along and turned the volume down to zero or something. And that's a real problem um, because my kids would be upstairs. I would drop in and they'd try and talk and then they'd say, turn volume down to zero instead of hang up because they don't want to hang up every time. So logically, if you just turn the volume down, you'll never hear anything they say, so it's fine. So it's weird that kids pick up on really um, creative and advanced ways of using um, the, these voice assistants. I would never have thought of doing it that particular way. And they just did it instantly. Um, I mean, bravo to the youngest. Wow. So... Where was I? So what I was trying to say was about routines, really. And the routine I set was for the alarm to come on. But before the alarm, it said, good morning, Prash, Nicola, the weather in Holsworth is. So it kind of wakes you up a little bit. And then it said, and it's got a rooster sound. So it's got cock-a-doodle-doo. Uh, and then that plays specifically off the one in the bedroom, which is great because you can have different routines for different rooms. But then... The app for what the missus likes, which is BBC Radio Leeds, so BBC Radio 1, and there is no uh, connection for that because the provider at the BBC haven't invested in that yet, which they did and then they took it away. I'm a bit sad about that, but if you did verbally say, um, like, we'll try it now, Alexa, Play BBC Radio 1. Here's Radio 1. BBC Sounds. And then the, the intro always begins with BBC Sounds. Uh, and it lets you know that it's BBC Sounds that it's playing because that's the name of how Alexa connects and identifies with it. So, Alexa, play Radio 1. Deep Stuff Radio, I'm from Pritesh's Tuning. So, completely the wrong thing there. And it, that, that's what happens in the morning because it doesn't really connect with the BBC stuff or anything there, but it gives you something more generic. However, if you were to verbally command that Radio 1, uh, Radio One, but you said the words BBC in front of it, then it will play. So it's a little strange that there's little things like that that you don't really know until you give it a go. And I think uh, using... Smart recipes. So if you use Zapier or IF Triple T, uh, if you know what they are, great. If you don't, then uh, my apologies. I'll have to explain that another time. But using smart recipes allows you to broker these different elements as well. But that's quite cumbersome and time consuming. Um, because as much as I love technology, I have a life and I want to live that life, uh, do my work. And I find sometimes with that process of doing smart recipes, 
needs you to be quite methodical and think in the same way and then do it. And it's really easy, but if you do it wrong, then you won't know till the next time when, when it's actually going to happen. Um, but coming back to the routines, it's been a bit tricky, but it seems to work out with the routines. And then the kids would come in the morning and there's this other great kids app. There's a million and at Christmas you've got Santa. It, there's some really good stuff on there. It's just how you adopt the use of it and when and by using routines like typically you get shopping you can add to the shopping list and you the to-do list is essentially uh the same system as the shopping list it's just labeled to do and you can create other lists so you can add things to a birthday list if you created one and i've not got into that depth because that sounds really quite smart. I'm quite normal because get it out of the package. Does it work? Yeah. Do I know how to work it? No. And over time, you just have to try these things. But then to create another list and some of these other stuff, you have to really give it a go. And I think that Alexa's great. I think everyone should give it a go. But it does take time to really adopt it. And the routines are different to that system of to-do lists and things and shopping the routines are great because for example when the kids have woke up I know that they should be sat down having breakfast at a certain time so then whereas the BBC Radio 1 app didn't work there is a kids quiz activity that does work that does connect to the routine system and I really can't explain it any better than that so there are a few pitfalls, but mostly if you are able to spend time and adopt uh, any kind of smart assistant, then I would say go for it. Alexa has helped, and I think it's a very long-term strategy of uh, how to use it and for you to come back to. And my missus and me battle with different things, some of which are predominantly around family time planning holidays and events and what we're doing and my argument is I don't care it's not on my digital calendar um which is naive and childish I know but it's just me trying to get her to use the calendar that's digital as opposed to the calendar that's printed and it's the same sort of psychology that we share that you might have to uh, grapple with with yourselves on, on both sides or with other people with transferring from your current method of using and reminders and transferring that to uh, how Alexa works and functions. So I, I didn't want to sound really uh, downtrodden or negative, but I really think that Alexa is amazing and great in so many ways. But to get that function out of it, to get the most use out of it, I think it's naive just to say, buy one and it works. And I think the adverts do a great job of doing that but also brokering some of the key commands and languages that you might want to use but then that indifferently means that we use those particular ones and we are left unknowing of the the wide variety and plethora of different commands are that are available to you and it's difficult on a day-to-day -day learning how to figure those out so it's just one of those things that you could pick up on or not um, at some point I'm sure that the world will get to using these smart assistants, mainly because Google have got one. So you say, 
I think the command line is Google. Hey Google, I know for Siri, wherever the poor lady is on my iPad, um, if you say "Hey Siri," then then <laughs> then somehow it's my uh, it's not my iPad that comes up. It's actually on my computer because my computer um, and I'm an Apple user with my MacBook is currently charging. It naturally just alerts Siri. And I remember at one point in time, Siri did have my phone, my iPad, and my computer all come on at the same time with the bing dee and they're listening to me. And now it's refined because it understands which device I'm using. So that same kind of understanding of Alexa is growing and evolving. Yes, love, I'm talking about you. Uh, I don't know that one. You don't know a lot, really. And I'm tired of you saying that. I do like you. And if you ever do get Alexa, one of the favorite things my kids love is to say I love you. So, Alexa, I love you. Thanks for saying I love you. So, guys, I'm going to stop right there. I've, I've chewed your ear off plenty. Thank you for listening. Please do enjoy the use of your smart technology or technology and consider these things. Uh, until next time thank you for listening Welcome to Tim Podcast.